Well, believe it or not, we are already less than three weeks away from Bemidji's Take a Kid Fishing event. If you haven't got your kids registered, you need to. If you haven't heard of Take a Kid Fishing before, listen up. We got all the details with Christina Regas from the Take a Kid Fishing Committee. Christina, how long have you been involved in the program? Oh, good morning. Let's see. I have been on the committee now about five years now. Okay. And what got you involved with Take a Kid Fishing? Well, to be honest with you, my husband was guiding probably 20 years ago, so I've kind of pseudo-been involved <laughs> since then, but uh, got deep-dived into it about five years ago, and um, again, I have a son now, so it just kind of made sense. The program's been going on for quite some time. How many annual has it been now? I think we're on our 33rd year. Wow. Yeah. It's been a long time. The amazing thing is there's still people that have been involved in all 33. I know. <laughs> and, and We have some long-timers. And uh, some that uh, fished it that are now, you know, doing the other part, guiding and volunteering, too. It definitely gives back, and a lot of people pay it forward. So those people that have been involved in it as kids are now guiding, and it's just wonderful to see the full circle. There's always a lot of new people in the community, and then there's those that, you know, maybe um, didn't have kids, uh, so probably didn't, heard about it but didn't pay attention. So let's just uh, define to people what Take-A-Kid Fishing actually is. Okay, so um, the Mid-Area Take-A-Kid Fishing is an organization that um, basically helps kids that, uh, that don't have an opportunity to fish out of a boat to get exposed to the sport um, and hope continue the sport as they get older. So we focus on those kids that don't have to get a license yet. Um, we take kids from ages 10 to 15 out with their own personal guide and they get a full day of fishing on an area lake and they get to keep all the fish that they do and it is completely free. So this organization has been around, like I said, for over 30 years. And its prime its primary focus is paying it forward and getting those kids involved in a sport that is just very close and dear to the state. Okay, and it's a it's one day a year that uh, that you do this, uh, but obviously you always encourage adults to take kids fishing anytime, right? Absolutely, it's the sport that keeps on giving. What could you possibly do that could put food in your belly every every time you go fishing, or at least have? you know, a lifetime of memories that you will always look back on. So when is the event coming up this year? So this year's event is on June 5th, and that is a Wednesday, shortly after when school gets out. Um, it's an all-day event. Kids get picked up um, by their guides um, about nine, nine, ten o'clock in the morning down at Cameron Park in Bemidji, 
and their guides will take them to whatever lake. It could be Bemidji, it could be Pennington, it could be uh, Red, it could be Black Duck. There's numerous lakes, and they, they don't just focus on one so that they get the, the kids, you know, really exposed to the sport. So if the fish aren't biting in one place, they'll probably go someplace else. So it's, it's, it's good. They'll definitely keep those kids busy. I know that, uh, you know, a number of the Take a Kid Fishing events all are either, you know, just at one specific area of a lake and, and shore fishing or it's, you know, one lake. I think what's unique about the Bemidji area one is, yeah, like you said, they could be up in Red, they could be down at Grace, they could be, who, who knows where they will be. Yeah, I mean, Gull gets a lot of action, mm-hmm. too, and, um, you know, it, it it's only limited but what the, the guide and the kids are willing to do, you know, and if the fish aren't biting one place, they're definitely going to try something else because, you know, the people that are, are bringing those kids out fishing, they know where those fish are, and they definitely want to hit that and, and give those kids an experience they'll, they'll always remember. So it's it's wonderful. So kind of break down how the day plays out for those who haven't been a part of it. Okay, so for those that haven't been involved in this before, um, if you signed your kid up by June 1st, you need to have your application into the chamber down in Bemidji um, by June 1st so that we can set those kids up with their guides. Um, The kids will meet their guides in the morning, and the guides will make sure they have life jackets and the fishing pole. Um, Kids don't need to even bring tackle. If they have it, it's great. They don't need to. And then those guys will take them out for a full day of fishing. Um, once the fishing is done, about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, we have a fish fry at Bemidji State Park. And the folks up at the state park are absolutely wonderful to us. Um, the guides can beach their boat. They'll clean their fish with their kids, provide a great meal for dinner, and take pictures with the kids. They get to take a keepsake of the pictures with them and their guides and their whatever their take is for that day. And and then they're done. So it is it is absolutely a full day, um, and the kids don't need the experience. They don't like I said earlier. They don't need to bring anything with them, except I would recommend weather approved um, wear. So bring a jacket. Don't dress in shorts. You know, if it looks like it might rain, dress appropriately just in case it gets chilly or the winds are high. We've never had to cancel it due to a thunderstorm or anything, but do you have plans in place if that happens? Yep. We always provide emergency phone call uh, numbers for the guides in case the weather is bad. Um, They will make sure they bring their kids back to Bemidji State Park, and we'll be there all day long. So if they want to come back early, if the weather does get bad, that's where their rendezvous rendezvous place is for their parents to pick up um, the kids. So... Um, yeah, if it's a bad day of fishing or the weather gets bad, they can come in. At least they have a safe haven to be at for a while, and then if the weather improves, they can go back out. Okay. Um, and, and of course, I love the way the day ends with the big fish fry. Yeah, yeah. Our fish fry crew is absolutely wonderful. They have been doing this every year we've been involved. Um, they provide a wonderful meal. Raphael's Bakery provides um, another portion of the meal, so if you... Are, um, if you have a kid that doesn't really care to eat fish, that's okay. We have hot dogs there, too. Amazing, amazing brownies and sides to go with the dinner. So um, even the parents can stay and eat. The guides get to eat. Um, we feed everybody. Yes, you do. I know that firsthand. <laughs> Take a Kid Fishing is the topic. 
We've got a lot more with Christina Regis to come. Plus, it's Lake of the Week Day, too. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Christina Regis, my guest today. She's a key member of the Take a Kid Fishing Committee for the Bemidji Take a Kid Fishing event coming up Wednesday, June 5th. We're talking about the big fish fry at the end of the day at Lake Bemidji State Park. Christina, pictures are being taken and kids are showing off their fish and it, it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun and we're really looking forward to it this year. We hope our numbers are high. Um, we are taking applications right now. You can go to our website, and that is www.bemidgetkf.org, and right on the main page is our application. Uh, folks can fill it out online, but they still need to print it off and send it into the chamber, or they can email it to our organization at info at bemidgetkf.org. So if you can't get it to the chamber, either by fax or dropping off or by mailing, you can email it to our organization as well. But you need to have the application in by June 1st so that we know our numbers and we have enough guides for all of the kids that are participating. Okay, so it's BemidjiTKF.org. Correct. And then the the email address again? Info, I-N-F-O, at BemidjiTKF.org. Okay. That sounds good. How many guides do you normally have? Uh, we have lots and lots of volunteers. Sometimes we don't need as many. It depends on our numbers of kids that are signed up. But we have anywhere from 60 to 80 guides at any given time. And it's not only just a one-person show. Sometimes there's two people in a boat helping out the kids. It just depends on how big the boat is. Um, we have a lot of long-standing guides that are always partners. They'll always go out together and bring, you know, one to two kids with them. And uh, our guides are just wonderful. They give out in a full day. They absolutely enjoy this. It's, it's something they're passionate about, and they really know how to pay it forward. It's a Take a Kid Fishing event. About how many kids have you had uh, the last several years? Uh, we usually range about 100 kids. Um, some years it's higher than that. Sometimes it's lower. Um, again, like I said, we take kids from 10, ages 10 to 15, um, and they don't need a license at that age. So we encourage anybody, whether you have the opportunity to fish with, you know, grandma, grandpa, aunties, uncles, if you want to learn and you want to still do it with somebody different, we want everybody to participate in the events. All right. And again, you get the application form on the website, correct? That is correct. They will have some printed copies down at the Midi Chamber, too, but the easiest, quickest way in this day and age is to just get it right off of our website. Okay. And uh, let's see. So, Bemidji, take a kid fishing event Wednesday, June 5th, correct? Correct, June right. 5th. Is there an, and what's the application deadline again? Application deadline is June 1st. Okay. So, Got a few days in between the date of when it starts, <laughs> just before, but we want, if you can get it in sooner than that, that helps us. All right, so go to the website, get the, the application, get it filled out, get it into the Bemidji Chamber by June 1st, and your kids will be good to go. Perfect, yes. Thank okay. you, Kev. Anything else we need to know? 
I don't think so. If they do, they can email us with questions, or they can also call um, uh, Carol Olson down at the chamber for any questions, and she'll funnel them up to a committee member. Okay, it's Bemidji's Take a Kid Fishing event, 33rd annual, coming up Wednesday, June 5th. Application deadline, though, is June 1st, so if you've got kids that want to go uh, take care of that, uh, why not take care of that today? That would be a good thing. I would encourage it. Yeah, it's a rainy day, something to do inside <laughs> for a little bit. Christina Regas is uh, with the committee. She's been uh, working hard with Take a Kid Fishing a long time and has kind of been in the forefront the last few years and has to answer my questions every year. So thank you for doing that, Christina. <laughs> You're welcome, Kev. We appreciate your time. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. It is Lake of the Weekday, and today, giving us the details on this week's lake, is Carl Peterson from the Walker Area Fisheries Office. We're taking a look at Mule Lake. And, uh, Carl, thanks for taking the time today. Oh, glad to. Thanks, Kip. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Mule Lake. Uh, if we f- find ourselves on Mule Lake, what are we going to be catching? Um, Mule Lake, mainly we manage it for northern pike, walleye, yellow perch, and uh, smallmouth and largemouth. And then also for there's some bluegill and some decent crappies in there as well. So, you know, a lot of the standard uh, standard Minnesota Lake stuff. Yep, exactly. It's uh, almost a... Exactly what you'd think of as a standard Minnesota lake, the <laughs> typical species, yep. Um, so before we get any further, where is Mule Lake, actually? Uh, Mule Lake's just south of Longville. If you, you know, to get there, you drive, you can either go across 200 if you're coming from Walker or coming from Reamer. On 200, head south on 84, go through Longville at seven miles southwest of Longville on State Highway 84. Or if you're coming down through Hackensack, you turn east on Highway 5 out of Hack, drive, uh, I don't know, it's five, six miles to County 11, and then take that to 84. And the boat ramp for the boat ramp for Mule Lake is just off 84, just south of Mule Lake store. Okay. And it looks like it is a great bass fishery. Boy, it uh, seems to have a lot of both uh, large and smallmouth bass in that lake. Yeah, it does. We did a, a, a tagging study, a population estimate on it in 2015, and what we found is it's got a. Um, we came up with about eight fish per acre on the lake for bass, and it uh, in smallmouth about the same, but a little bit fewer. So there's some decent ones in there. Nothing real big. The biggest we saw was over 19, just a little bit over 19, averaged around 13 inches. Okay. For largemouth, smallmouth, we actually saw some pretty big smallmouth. The biggest was was actually over 22 inches, but they averaged around around 15. Numbers on those a little bit a little bit lower though. Like I said, for small than for the largemouth. Okay, a lot of northerns, a lot of small northerns on that lake. Yeah, it's really, you know, the last survey we had, we had the highest northern catch rates ever, at 25 per net. And size can't, size is really small, around 17 inches. So this is one of those perfect candidates for the new uh, northern pike regulations that we have out there. So it should really, really benefit. If anglers stick with keeping those 10 smaller fish and then uh, let those bigger ones go, it hopefully will push those big, th- big fish through and, and really benefit this lake. Not a huge lake. Uh, what do I see? About uh, 500 acres, a little more than that. Yeah, it's 525 acres. Max depth 47 feet. Um, main lake. The main part of the lake, as you come off the boat ramp, is is about the same. You know, it's just one of those bowl kind of lakes that drops off. But then as you get up to the northeast corner, it, that's where the real shallow bays are, and that's really, really, really you get into the bass habitat. You know, shallow lily pads and back bays, and that's where you know. The whole lake, it, uh, about 35% of it is literal, so under 15 feet. 
Okay. Um, and, yeah, it looks like there's nooks and crannies and points and um, looks like it would be kind of a fun lake to spend some time on. Yeah, the really, you know, one of the really nice things about this lake, too, is it's partially developed, so the western shore has, you know, some development on it. There's a, there's a resort on the southwestern corner, but the entire eastern shoreline, 350 acres worth, is, uh, is undeveloped shoreline. So it's, you know, it's a pretty nice shoreline. You're not going around docks. It's just beautiful, undeveloped. It's a uh, wildlife management area, that entire eastern shoreline. So that's the nice thing about that lake as well. Oh, I think that's, uh, it's always fun because I, I know when I took my kids fishing when they were young, as much as they enjoyed catching bluegills, uh, they sure liked seeing ducks and they sure liked seeing turtles swim by and they sure liked, you know, seeing animals running along the shoreline, all that cool stuff. Yeah, and that's the nice thing too with that lake is with that WMA there, if you want to fish for bass for a while or fish for walleyes or fish for pike and you want to get out and stretch your legs, you can get out and you've got 350 acres to get out and walk around and, and stretch a bit too. Right. It's really good for the kids. Um, you mentioned walleye. I know you, you're not really, uh, it's not a prime one, but I still over two per net and really nice sizes of those that are in there it looks like. Yep. Yep, there's some some decent sized walleyes in there for sure. Average is around 13, or pardon me, 17 inches. The last survey we did was uh, we got three fish per net, which is pretty similar. You know, it's similar to some of the other area lakes that we have is what we're looking for for those. That rig, uh, that Mule Lake has a special regulation for walleyes on there as well. It was implemented in 2007. It's got a, a three bag, a three bag limit with uh, one over 20 inches for walleyes. Okay. Um, is this a well-known lake in the area? Does it get a fair amount of pressure, or is it uh, kind of left alone? No, it's it, it's a fair amount of pressure because it, it's got a pretty good concrete boat ramp with plenty of spaces, and it's right off the highway, so easy to get to. But it's not it doesn't get really, really a lot of pressure. But, you know, a pretty good number of fish out there, but there's plenty of room that you can get out and find some fish. Okay. The lake also has a – it's got a bass rig on there, too. With the, uh, it, it's got a tw- 14 to 20-inch protected slot limit for bass. So anything in that 14 to 20 inches needs to be released with a 1 over 20. Okay. Um, how about the crappies? Uh, I, I know you got, it looks like there's a pretty decent number of them. Yeah, we've seen actually uh, some increase in the catch rates and the sizes on, in there. But the average crappie that we got in the last survey was 10 inches with the biggest being 14. So there's some, there's some big fish in there. And the catch rates were higher than, than the similar lakes in the area as well. So it uh, it's coming on as a crappie lake the thing to remember when you get out there too is it takes a couple of years for those crappies to get big so if you find them take what you need for a meal and, and leave the rest of them in there so you can catch them the next time sure how about bluegills good sizes or just good action yeah pretty good you know typical smaller bluegills average fun to catch but uh nothing really stand out not monsters or or huge huge numbers on the bluegill does this get does it get some uh, winter pressure too a little bit, you know, that uh, the access isn't plowed, so there's a few folks that get out there, but uh, not not overly bad in the winter as well. Okay. All right. And, again, uh, if we're late and looking to make a trip there, uh, best way to get there? Um, best way depends on where you're coming from is hop on Highway 84. It's right off of Highway 84, so either come south or north on 84, or if you're around Hackensack, cut across on 5 to 11, and then hop on 84 from there. Okay. And uh, easy to find public access. Yep, yep. Public access. It's a little bit, it's right on a corner on 84, so usually when I drive to it, I miss it every time, and I have to come <laughs> around and go back to it. But uh, there's a sign there that you'll see it plain as day. It's, you know, it's a concrete parking lot with the, one of the, the public access signs right on the highway there. 
All right. It's Mule Lake, and it's uh, it's got everything I like, lots of fish, uh, lots of action, and I love uh, some of those out-of-the-way lakes where you, you got a lot of the natural uh, environment around you, and and it's just kind of a... You know, a way to get a day to get away. Yep, that's a good one for the kids. All right, he is uh, Carl Peterson. He's uh, from the Walker Area Fisheries Office with the Le- the Lake of the Day Mule Lake. Carl, thank you for your time today. We appreciate it. Yep, thanks, Kip.